Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlaineCouragesYou.com, where we are here with a word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the walk with the Lord. My name is Blaine, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 249 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, it has been a good while since I have given a testimony and the Lord reminded me of a time that he blessed me really good. So I'd like to share that with you. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, it's coming to you with God is a protector. That's what's coming up. Next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So for those of you all who are new to the BCU fam, I do the podcast recording in two different ways. Now there is quote unquote in studio, and that's what sounds like right this minute. And then there are the podcasts on the go. And I have been doing a lot of those lately and have been enjoying them. Now the podcast on the go means just that. I am normally in my car, driving from place to place, heading to work or wherever it is. And as the Lord inspires, I will hit the record button and start talking unedited and unscripted in many cases. So what I wanted to do was to clear up a point and add something to the recording so that it makes it complete. Now, in speaking about God's protection and the scriptures we were reading in Bible study, Acts chapter 9 is indeed one of the times where Paul had a plot against his life. Also, there was another plot that was more detailed, and that's in Acts chapter 23. So Acts chapter 9 and then Acts chapter 23. So definitely when you get a chance, BCU fam, you want to read those stories and that will tie in nicely to what it is that we were speaking about and how God has people around and how he uses people to protect us. So with that being said, I am going to let you all listen in on this testimony. I pray that it blesses you. And if so, please head over to the blendcouragesyou.com site and let me know on the conversation board and share your testimony as well. Take a listen, everybody. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from blendcouragesyou.com here with another podcast on the go. 
So recently, my husband, who is our pastor, was teaching a Bible study and had gotten to a point where he had talked about how God is such a keeper and protector. And he led us to Acts chapter 9, where Paul was being persecuted, and actually there was a hit out on him. I'll have you all read that when you get a chance. And long story short, and you'll definitely get the details, is that uh, the plot to have Paul killed was overthrown. And it was really the work of the Lord and the Lord working through people that saved Paul's life for him to go on and to write many books in the New Testament. So Acts chapter 9 is where you'll find that story. It starts right around verse number 16 or 17, and you want to read all the way down. But what happened was is that as I was listening to that passage of Scripture, and as we were wrapping up study and giving our remarks, the Lord reminded me of a time, or one of the many times, let me put it that way, that he had protected and kept me, and I had shared that testimony with the church for the first time. It had been a long time since I thought about how he had protected myself and my daughter, and since I shared that with the church, I thought that I would share it with all of you. So this happened many years ago. My daughter was probably around one, one and a half, something like that, maybe just a little bit over one. And I lived in this fabulous apartment complex. BCU fam, I, I have to tell you that before I bought my place, uh, this was probably one of the nicest places that I had lived in. It was uh, wonderful. There was underground parking. Uh, my place was two floors, just, you know, carpet. If there was a pool and it was a great, it was a great place. Yes, it was a nice, sunny, bright place. There were grills outside uh, that we could grill on whenever we wanted to. Of course, we had to provide the charcoal and things like that, but the grills were there. And not only was it a great looking place and it was nicely located, just the people that the Lord had placed in the building were wonderful, just absolutely fantastic. So I enjoyed my time there. It was the first place that I had gotten as a single parent on my own, and God just blessed me uh, there, and, I, and I'm so grateful to him for that. So uh, outside of all of that, I can remember a very hot, I want to say July day. It was summertime on the East Coast, you know, hot, humid. And I remember coming home from work and putting some food on the grill because, you know, the way that I grew up, although I grew up in the Northeast, you cooked either in the morning or you just did the grill because it was too hot to uh, have the kitchen and all the things going. So I had put some food on the grill and decided that I, I don't remember if I ate or not. I fed my daughter, and I, I may have eaten. I'm not sure. I may have nibbled on some things. But nonetheless, it was so hot and so sticky. I said, I'm going to go upstairs, turn on the air conditioning in my room. My daughter's room didn't have air conditioning. So we were going to bunk together, and I'm going to close the door, enjoy the cool breeze, and we were just going to call it an early night. That was my plan. So as I was putting things away in the kitchen and whatnot and getting ready to take uh, Rock, that's my daughter, upstairs, my phone rang. And it was my mom. Now, you all keep in mind that at this time, corded phones were all the rage. <laughs> it's what we had. Cell phones were not a part of our lives at that point. There was something that we saw on TV, and there were more car phones than cell phones, so we didn't see that. And 
what you had back in my day, and I know I sound like I am, you know, 200 years old, but I'm really not. What you had was a couple of phones in the house, you know, and you have long cords so that you can walk around and do things. So I was pretty much tethered to staying downstairs because obviously the phone wouldn't reach up into the bedroom. So, and I didn't mind. I was talking to my mom, and we we're just kind of chit-chatting about the day and whatever else was on her mind and whatnot. And as we were talking, there was a frantic knock on the door. Fire. And I said, fire. So my thought initially was that, you know, some folks were just kind of playing around in the building and whatnot, knocking on doors, doing things that people do. Although it was a grown man, I could tell it was a man's voice. I just continued talking. So I'm talking and, and just chatting with my mom, and I hear another knock. Fire. And I said to myself, what is going on here? So I said to my mom, you know, let me call you back. I need to see what's happening here. Go outside and see what's going on. So I just grabbed Rock and went on outside and there was a small crowd on the other side of the building and there were some fire trucks. Now I had, mind you, I hadn't heard any fire trucks or anything like that. The way that my apartment was situated was away from the street. So I didn't hear or see anything. So as I moved around the building, I saw the crowd and the fire trucks came and we're standing outside and by now the sun is starting to set and it's cooling off somewhat it's still sweltering you know 90 degrees someone gave me a little something to throw over rock uh, because she just had her little onesie on and you know just to make sure that she was comfortable so we're standing out talking and waiting because we have to get clearance to go back into the building someone walked over to me one of the neighbors i believe it was and said have you seen your apartment and, and I look, and I'm saying, see my apartment? I said, no, not quite sure what you're talking about. I mean, I left it there, you know, locked up everything, but I haven't seen anything. And he said, you should see your apartment. So at that point, or shortly after that, I am led back into the building. And when I come into my place, you know, everything is, is fine downstairs. I am led upstairs. Now... BCU family, it may be a little hard to envision this, but, you know, when you live in an apartment building, there is, you know, you're obviously connected to your neighbor. The rooms are connected. You know, you've got a connecting wall, I should say. So what happened was, is that the neighbor's apartment, the wall that connected us, on that wall or in that area was their air conditioning unit. And something happened with that unit that sparked and their air conditioning unit caught on fire that fire spread into my bedroom and damaged my bedroom and some things there and clothes and, and all sorts of things so as I am looking at the damage here which, you know, insurance would take care of, so that wasn't a big deal. I had to relocate. I couldn't stay there for the night. It was all smoky and things like that. So, you know, the building, of course, took care of me, and I thank God for them. Can I tell you, though, BCU fam, that, Lord, I thank you. I'm getting a little emotional thinking about it. It was my full intent, as I previously mentioned, to go upstairs into my bedroom, close the door, and just go to sleep for the evening. And had the Lord not urged my mom to call me when she did, hallelujah, to keep me downstairs as long as she did, for me to hear 
the person yelling fire or knocking and saying fire, not once, but twice the Lord sent somebody by to let me know that there was danger that I had no clue about. Had not all of that happened, my daughter nor myself would be here all of these years later. The weapon was formed, BCU fam. Thank you, Jesus. But it did not prosper. And on top of that, I thank God because I, this was in my BC days. And when I say BC, I mean blend before Christ. So I was not saved. Now, I grew up in church. Yes, I had been baptized in Jesus' name. Yes, I had not been filled with the Holy Ghost and had not made a decision to go with the Lord all the way. I, I had gotten baptized in my, I think I was a preteen. So if I had left out of here that night, I would have been lifting up my eyes in hell. So I just, you know, I was overcome with emotion thinking about how God protected me, even in my foolishness, in my mess, and not had given not had given my life to him at that point. And I just want to thank God for his patience with me because it wasn't until I want to say two, almost two years later that I had decided to get the Holy Ghost, to get saved, and to get serious uh, for Jesus. So I just wanted to give God praise, glory, and honor for him blessing and keeping and covering uh, not just me, but my daughter as well. And I thank the Lord that she is a grown woman. She has two children, and the Lord has kept her all of this time. And it's, it's just God's grace and mercy, BCU fam, that keeps us. It's, it's no goodness of our own. Uh, Lamentations chapter 3, one of my favorite scriptures reminds us that great is God's faithfulness and morning by morning new mercies uh, we do see and I thank God that every morning I have seen a new mercy up until this point in time and God gets the glory for all of that so I just stopped by BCU fam to give you all that testimony and to just declare publicly God's goodness grace and mercy toward me um, I it's not to say that I haven't had situations and tragedies and broken hearts and tears. It's not to say that I haven't had those things along the way. Uh, in the grand scheme of everything, God has just been so good to me, and I'm grateful for the life that he has allowed me to live. And I, I pray that he continues to have mercy, not on just myself and my family, but for all of us as well. So for those of you who don't know Jesus and the pardoning of your sins, now is the time to get to know him. And if you do know him, continue with him because he is great and greatly to be praised. So that's all I have, BC family. I just wanted to stop by and share all of that with you. I'm curious to know what your reaction is to that testimony and if you have one you'd like to share. So if you're not already on the BlaineCouragesYou.com page, please make your way there. There's a conversation board. Let's continue just giving God glory, honor, and praise for all that he does. And again, if you don't know Jesus, if you are not saved, contact me. There is a contact Glenn page and let's talk about how to get that done. Very quickly, Acts 238 has a plan. Repent. You want to be godly sorry for your sins. You want to be baptized in Jesus' name. That's important. And it, the Lord will fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost and the initial evidence of that indwelling of Jesus being down on the inside is speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance about that in Acts chapter 1 and 2. And again, I'm happy to help you all with that if needed. So I wanted to make sure that we extended that invitation. So with that, BCU fam, uh, with a grateful heart, this is Blend from BlendCouragesAtU.com signing off. Thank
Thank you all so much.